And then I saw myself on the movie screen, you know, at 100 kilo, at, at 220 pounds. And, and I just, I had this moment of awakening of like, what have I been doing to this body? Losing weight isn't easy. And some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real life success stories from normal everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now your host and friend, Carl Radley. I'm very happy to welcome Yael Hayes to the show Yale is someone who I've spoken to in the past and she's she's a force of nature. I won't lie. You you are someone who, you know, your your way of living, the places you are living in, you know, I think last time we spoke you were in Thailand, now you're in Bali. And yeah, you know, it's it's just amazing following your life and the things that you're doing in terms of fitness and health. And I'm really happy to be able to have the opportunity to talk to you about that and find out a bit more about your journey today so welcome to the show how are you doing today thank you very much yeah I'm really happy to be here and yeah I'm doing great it's been interesting here brilliant yeah so let's jump straight into it yeah tell us a bit about you and your backstory if that's okay please sure um god where to start you know somebody asks you this question and you're just like everything's there and nothing's there um so I'm going to keep this quite short because I don't think it's that relevant, um, maybe. Um, but for for the listeners, um, since this is a weight loss podcast, um, I started out as a clinically obese person. So I was about 100 kilo, which is 220 pounds, if I'm not completely mistaken. Mm-hmm. And um, that it built over time, but it came from – um you know very severe emotional eating it came from stress related eating which is emotional but stress has like a a little separate section for it as well um and and it built up a lot um over time and it took me quite a while to to really start changing these behaviors um because uh, there was this one defining moment where I was, I, I, I came back, I was just back from the States. Um, I had been accepted to Berkeley College of Music, but we couldn't afford it because mm-hmm. um, it's super expensive. And, and so I came back there and I was extremely depressed. Um, and then I, I got a part in a movie, <laughs> weirdly. That later on went to to New York and and Korea and stuff. So it was it was a big project and and I was excited. And then I saw myself on the movie screen, okay. you know, at a hundred kilo, at, at two hundred and twenty pounds. And and I just I had this moment of awakening of like, what have I been doing to this body that has been with me through? You know, my parents' divorce, my sisters' sisters' eating disorders, and and just generally you know growing up you know and then and then just taking care of the family in that sense or feeling like I have to because it was so unstable and a lot of stuff financial issues like a lot of stuff coming together and and I just saw 
how my body had had carried me through all of that with a hundred percent survival rate mm-hmm. and I'd been treating it with such disrespect and such lack of compassion and and yeah in that moment just something clicked and I just felt such compassion for my body and I, that was I wanted to change I had to change okay um and that has set loose an entire transformation which we're gonna get into absolutely because <laughs> I, I think I mean from from knowing you and or being introduced to you as Yale, who mm-hmm. has, you know, yeah, in CrossFit and you know, super fitness and a healthy mindset and the things that you share, it's it's amazing. And I, I said this actually yeah. on a, a recent episode that it's very difficult sometimes when I meet somebody in the stage of life that they're in to imagine that there was something before that. But then I just have to look at myself and realize that we're all transitioning all the time. Yeah. And so yeah. it's very curious when I hear these stories about, you know, how you could be, you were very depressed and very unhappy with your life because the person I've met today is, is a completely different person, you know, in that sense. Yeah. So um, that's amazing. And so your journey, what did you actually do? What steps did you take then once you had this awakening? What were the, the mm. steps you took to actually start leading a healthier well, life? Do you know, that was, the, that was actually part of, of the issue. I didn't know. So I hadn't... I didn't have just a ready-made package of like, okay, now you do this, then you do that. I had to go and find the right information, find the things that resonated with me. And I had I had no idea where to start because online it's a battlefield. You know, you, there is all the information on one thing saying one thing's true and then you go to one different website and they say another thing's true. Both have very, very convincing proof. So it's impossible to find the right information. Um, and so for me, what, what I decided is just like, okay, I'm going to try, I'm going to start somewhere. I've got to start somewhere. I'm going to try and see if I can get a basic grasp on nutrition because we eat three times a day. So, and you really cannot outtrain a bad diet. You cannot. And I was, because my mum's a doctor and she kind of made sure that we always had a salad on the table and, and, you know, considerably healthy food. Um, I I had a little bit of awareness that, you know, soft drinks and things like that, Sprite and and Coke and even milk and things like that were not doing me well. And so I was like, okay, I kind of want to know what to do here. I kind of want to know how bad it really is. Um, So I went to a nutritionist. Um, I started there and she didn't give me that much info. Granted, I only went a couple of times, but what she did say, which um, changed something very significant in me was that um, uh, a liter of orange juice has the same amount of sugar in it than a whole bar of chocolate. And I was like, Lord, I drink this all the time. No wonder, no wonder my body is crying for help. And so the thing that shifted in that moment was my curiosity. I became extremely curious about, wait, what else am I doing? Like how else, (laughs) well, how much am I, am I going, you know, out and damaging my body here um, with my food, Mm -hmm. which is technically so easy to change and so it's started there. tricky as well because like you say Extremely. something that you would seemingly think was healthy fresh orange juice or something like that yeah 
it just goes to show though that in moderation everything can be fine but healthy yeah. foods good foods bad foods they don't really exist because anything in too much quantity can have a negative effect on your body yeah and i think this 100%. is where there's such a big gap of of knowledge and i don't think people have to become a nutrition expert but just understanding the principles of protein and carbs and fats and what it is that you're putting is what it in the very basic level can really help yeah. to empower yeah. you to make better decisions yeah significantly so yeah. for you then you got your diet in check and i'm sure that had an incredible impact uh you know, oh, straight away not just in in the uh, your weight overall but how you felt inside as well tell me something about some of the benefits that you noticed then as you you started losing weight and well, I mean, the biggest, I, I think the <laughs> the biggest motivator was that in the first week, I remember this so clearly, this was years ago by now, but in the first week, um, I just decided to, I decided to take it easy and cut out all soft drinks. So I would only drink water or tea. Mm-hmm. Um, in that first week alone, I went down three kilo, which is about six pounds, I think. And I was like, oh, Lord. Like if that is the effect that such a minute change can have, then wow, I'm I'm onto something here. Like and the the new kind of awareness that I had about sugar, um, because when she when she when the nutritionist shared this with me with the sugar amount, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize that sugar was that um, damaging. I guess you know to the system that disruptive. Of course, a little bit of sugar in fruit is fine, but I, I didn't realize that it had such an effect and what it did in the body as well. So when I realized the impact that sugar had, I became really curious about it. And I started watching documentaries about, you know, sugar-free living and all of that and and understood the effects it had in, in my body and started to observe it and to analyze it. And that really changed a lot because I was able to observe how cutting it out or reducing it at the very least, just reducing it in that first week, for example, helped stabilize, you know, helped stabilize my my mood, helped stabilize my energy levels a little bit. Like I just felt calmer and and I had a bit more control over my mood and, and just, yeah, it was it was a very interesting thing that I was, because I had this new information, I was able to notice that. Of course. And I think as well, I mean, just a simple change like that. And it's something I think that people too often try to do, sometimes out of desperation, sometimes out of just being so motivated to make a change that you try and change too many things at once. And that in itself isn't sustainable. But just by making a small change like that, letting your body, like you say, regulate. I think it is, you know, because yeah, regulate. too much sugar with insulin spikes, your body's working all the time to kind of counteract that. And it, with your yeah. hormones and everything else that it plays a part in having that regulation, just having like a baseline yeah. of being, you're letting your body start and then you can build off of that into other things. And so, yeah, exactly. uh, I mean, I know from speaking to you before that your journey, this, this was the beginning of something that's, you know, become a lifestyle. I'd also like to yeah. talk about your, your love for sport and fitness as well because Mm. I know that you know you are the CrossFit queen and you have so much content about CrossFit and some of the things you've done in terms of like building tribes in in Thailand that you had people there and tell me a bit more about that 
Um, well, I mean, I, I to take it back just a little bit, um, because I really want to show everyone that if if you know if you're listening and you're struggling with with being overweight and you're you're afraid to go to the gym. Um, then this is for you um, because when I was in, after I saw myself in that movie, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I've got to make a change. And I started just going to the gym on my own when pretty much no one else was there. Um, I I had won a week's worth of PT at okay. the gym. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to use that. You know, I'm actually going to start doing this because it fit really nicely with my nutrition thing now. Um, and I went and, and it stuck and I became stronger and stronger and I started noticing these changes and what I kind of want to say by that is even if it's scary um like action breeds motivation so if you go and you you know you try and give it your all even if you don't know all the machines like it's fine people are happy to help out and if anyone's body shaming you screw them like they don't have any business doing that because you're already there doing something good for your health so that was the thing that I was focusing on it's like you know what I'm I'm not going to listen to anyone's judgment I'm here doing something good you don't have the right to you know what I mean of course um so that's that's where I started with that's where my life started for working out um and and just to have patience in that moment and then uh and this is a fun bit I I met a uh, um, man and I, you know, he, we became um, a couple, and um, we're really good friends now. But that's like unfortunately. But um, so he actually told me one day, "Oh, hey, there's this thing called a CrossFit box that just opened up five minutes from here, and like a friend of mine mentioned that it's really cool. Do you want to go and try it out for a month? Because they had a, an on ramp." deal like a you know to kind of start understanding the movements and stuff and i'd been doing home workouts by sean t Mm -hmm. at that time for a couple of months so i was i was decently conditioned um he wasn't well he was he was fine but you know he wasn't as maybe conditioned as i am um i'd been and i smoked him completely in a workout completely and i kept doing that over the next couple of weeks and i was like you know what this is for me you found this your you thing. found your that's, groove that's my thing. yeah <laughs> it was really fun so yeah and that that's how crossfit stuck and then that's what brings me to your question with thailand where um i'd done my crossfit level one my crossfit level two i'm on the way now uh, to my crossfit level three which my God, requires 750 hours of coaching. I really wanted to collect these, but I didn't want to do this in Switzerland because Switzerland is cold. So, True enough. True enough. so um, I decided to manifest a job on a tropical island um, somewhere. Why where, not? It sounds amazing. Yeah, why not? That would be nice, right? Um, and that happened to be Thailand. So there was a gym there that opened up that had a, a was affiliating um, with CrossFit at mm-hmm. the time. They just opened up the box as well um, and had a space for it, but they didn't have a coach and they didn't have any idea how to run the box. They didn't have any idea about the equipment. They just wanted it because CrossFit kind of brings in clients as well, obviously. <laughs> and so 
they brought me in for a year to to build the box, to build the community, to to do the programming, to coach all the classes. Like we didn't have another coach. I literally was there every day coaching all the classes. I was sick once. I was going to ask just before we continue that yeah. there's, there's probably quite a few people on here who have heard CrossFit being mentioned, but perhaps don't know what CrossFit involves. If you could just summarize what CrossFit is in terms of like a, a fitness a way of staying fit or, or a lifestyle because I, I think for people who get into CrossFit it isn't just like something they do it's something that, that becomes part of them from what I've seen yeah. people talk about it in such high yeah. regard so what is yeah. CrossFit yeah uh, I'm going to give you the official definition in case we have any CrossFitters watching here okay um CrossFit is functional movement uh constantly varied functional movement executed at high intensity okay perfect and for people who are not going to call you out? And for people who are not going to call me out, CrossFit is basically the sport of fitness. Mm-hmm. So your aim there is not to just be really, really good at one thing. It's to be good at everything. So a decent runner, a decent swimmer, a decent weightlifter, um, you know, a strong gymnast, like everything, everything, everything. And the beauty of CrossFit, though, is that all of these movements that we do, you know, even if you're watching, there's a thing called the CrossFit Games, which is basically the Olympics for the fittest people on earth that are fit across all 10 fitness domains um, that are the fittest. Um, so even if you're watching them there, they are doing the same movements that we are training at our box, which a box is just a place that's where we train CrossFit okay. um, because it's usually set up in, a, in an open floor plan rectangle where you have all the equipment and it's free weights and stuff and you need the space to move. Um, so they're doing the same thing at the CrossFit Games then as, as we are, you know, in, in a CrossFit box, just the intensity varies. Mm. So the, 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 the level of, you know, the weights vary or the length of the workout varies, but the movements per se are the same. And that's the beauty of CrossFit where you can really scale it down to any level. Anyone can start and by following programming, you will get results. You will start being able to scale it less and less until you can do the full full range of movement or the the RX weight, which basically means the weight as it is prescribed in the workout for advanced athletes. Okay, so that's like the baseline or like the the official one. So when you do the different um workouts and, and yeah. you go there so you yeah, can exactly. you can lessen it for people who are just starting out to something that's manageable and increase it exactly so for example if there's a workout where you have five pull-ups to do let's just put it there five pull-ups 10 squats and you know something else 20 burpees i don't know uh for five rounds mm-hmm. say you don't have a pull-up yet well usually that will be an issue and you would just kind of say ah okay okay i'm gonna leave it out but in CrossFit, you you know, it, you'll just scale it down. So you'll do a jumping pull-up where you jump up to the bar and then lower yourself down, mm-hmm. or you'll put a band on the bar or five. That's how I started. I had five bands on the bar, like these elastic bands, put my foot to in and then, the... <laughs> you know. But you scale it down until you can do it within the intended stimulus of a workout. And and then slowly you'll as you progress you'll see how you need to scale it less and less. Of course, and, uh, and, and I love that this yeah. is in, is fully inclusive, no matter what your level of ability. Yeah, 100%. And having watched, I've never actually tried CrossFit, but I have watched a number of videos, spoken to people who do it. I, I think I should probably 
give it a go. But there's, there's certain things that like you say, and, and hearing you say that is quite comforting because one of the things that put me off the most, it looks like one of the most simple things, but it's the box jump, like jumping onto a box. For me, I, I just don't see myself as someone who can jump very high. So that kind of scares When you see sometimes people jumping up, you know, probably as tall as me, it's just, I, I can never do that. But it's lovely to know that, you know, it doesn't matter what your current level of fitness, what your current um, yeah. health, you can go there and, and be part of something and then progress together. Yeah. And, it, and it sounds Absolutely. like, and it looks like fun as well. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's amazing, hugely. Like the community that's built there with, you know, there's, there's something to be said about people that have trained, uh, people that come to train CrossFit. Like you'll see a beautiful thing happen where people that have trained for years, they will give so much respect to people that have just joined last week and that are dying out there mm -hmm. because it's super hard in the first month. Like until your system has adjusted, it's really hard. They will get so much respect from the advanced athletes. Like there's none of, you know, yeah. none of like the snobbish, you know, bodybuilding culture, for example. Like there's none of that. Like they'll get so much respect because these guys up here, they know what it takes to get there. Exactly. They've started at some point. They know how hard these movements are. And so the level of respect is just there across the board. And it's breeds this beautiful community where everyone is, is so inclusive and yeah it's, it's and, a really fun place and that's so important and I, I say that about a lot of different sports and activities that for people who want to try something but feel nervous that they might not be good at it or fit enough for it just by being yeah. there you'll usually find the majority of people if not all have that respect for you just because just by being yeah. there you are already taking yeah. more action than so many other people who don't so yeah. I always encourage people to try yeah. these things, even if it's something that you are a bit nervous about. Give it a go. Take a friend, whether it's CrossFit or yeah, going to the gym. Absolutely. Or, you, know, you, you have Honestly, to push yourself. Yeah. And even if you go alone, like even if you go alone to a CrossFit box, I mean, now I do this all the time. Wherever I travel, the first thing I look up is, is there a CrossFit box there? Mm -hmm. If you go alone, you sweat with these guys in the first workout, you know, the coach high fives you it feels great and people ask you oh where are you from da, da, da. so it's a meeting point as well people mm -hmm. connect um and you will immediately find literally immediately find friends that's amazing so, so nice. there's really nothing to lose and you will be doing the work but it will feel a lot easier because you're doing it as a group that's true as well you kind of pull each other through it i imagine yeah so yeah, I'm going to move on to something else now, just because I know there's so yeah. much we could talk about and uh, we're limited <laughs> on time, unfortunately. We're going to have to do like a three-part series, I think, or something like that. But I know that you've got something else coming up very exciting and I'd love to to give a bit of a, an exclusive to my tribe and people <laughs> listening today. So I understand that you are soon to be releasing a book and tell me about it. I, I'm not going to try and explain it. I'd love to hear it from yourself. So what is your book about? Okay, um, so this this book is my baby. Uh, it's called The Transformation Playbook. Mm -hmm. And I chose that title very uh, consciously because this is about transformation. So this book is not going to, you know, be easy. It, this book is supposed to be hard. Um, there's mm -hmm. missions in there. There's methods and challenges in there for, for you guys where people can start kind of challenge themselves out of their comfort zone, you know, and, and with doing that, start transforming, start gaining more understanding about their bodies and about nutrition and about health. And um, 
And the playbook part is because it's written in a funny way. I really try to put a lot of humor in there and I hope it translates. So far, reviews have been good. So hopefully that sticks. Um, and also it's playful. It's games. It's because I felt so strongly in my transformation that everyone was trying to make it this big drama. And I'm like, I'm already doing something good. Why am I not enjoying Why am I putting so much pressure on myself? I'm doing something great for my health here. I should be enjoying the process, you know? So that's really the aim here that you have this book that is fun. It's playful. It's very well researched. So this is all, you know, science and this is all very, um, very long experience that I've, that I've collected through my transformation also through working with clients, um, in, in various different scenarios. So it's well-researched, it's well-structured, um, but it's fun. It's fun. And it covers four different aspects of health mm-hmm. that have been significant for me. So that is mindset, recovery, exercise, and nutrition. The aim is to get people to a, a level of understanding and a level of information where they can make informed decisions when it comes to their health and they don't have to depend for answers on on you know the medical system or on websites or on anything like that they have that information they know how to deal and, and manage the health um so that's to give them more independence basically i was gonna say it sounds like you're you're giving people the tools to, uh, and education to do it themselves rather than have a dependency and, and like you said there's so many unfortunately so many confusing conflicting scam information out there and you can have two different sides of a coin, both of which are trying to just grab your money and neither of which could be true. So I think the fact that having something that empowers people to get that education so they can make their own informed decisions is great. And yeah. the, the four topics that you covered, so it was mindset, recovery, nutrition and fitness. Exercise. Yeah. Exercise. Yeah. Okay. More or less, I, I think I got it there. Um, and, and each of these are like the four pillars that have been so instrumental in your transformation, right? Yeah, um, well, I just know that you have to work the system holistically. So there's no such thing as as someone, you know, truly if they've looked at their mindset but they haven't changed their nutrition or if they've changed their nutrition but they haven't done anything about their exercise or their sleep or their, or their yeah, or their, um, mm-hmm. or their mindset, their consciousness. And I think it all starts in the mind, but, yeah, 100%. I, oh. Fully agree it's, there. It's all part of it. So I really wanted to make sure that I'm not just I'm covering all the bases. You know of that course. people get one book, and and that's it. That's really the only thing they will need for the next twenty years, and they'll be able to maintain a healthy body. That's amazing because I think, and it just literally this morning I was having a, a chat to somebody on Instagram, a friend who he's on a weight loss journey himself, and he has a, a weekly weigh in. And um, yesterday, leading up to it, he was telling me, you know, oh, I'm absolutely dreading it. I've been eating rubbish this week, et cetera, et cetera. And he'd spent the whole week, you know, really stressing about it. And he jumped on a scales and he'd lost weight. And I was like, wow. And and it was just for a moment there, just stop and realize that, you know, you you can beat yourself up over no reason at all and for no reason. And I think it's because so many of the diet methods that people use focus only on the process of losing weight, but not on the mindset. And I, I will say this till I'm blue in the face because I believe it so much that 
and it's really refreshing to know that your book covers all of those so people can progress in all areas so who's the book for who will benefit from it basically um when i started writing it um this was for people that because i came from you know from obesity i i kind of wanted to help people that also were um somewhat stuck in ob in, in an obese body and and wanted to change that um now you know like now that it's <laughs> that it's finished I realized that this information is literally relevant for everyone. I, I have spoken to so many people at this point in so many different situations in their lives, in so many different health conditions, and um, I've really found that, you know, this information, there's parts of this book that are going to be more relevant for some people than for others because maybe some people already have their nutrition in check, mm -hmm. but how that ties into the mental aspects or how that ties into your performance, they might not know that yet. So this book really brings everything together and, and, and therefore it is relevant for everyone. But the main group that I had in mind, I would say, is people that are looking to transform their health once and for all. Fantastic. That's amazing. And I, I can't wait to get a copy of it. So as soon as it's ready and it's finished, I, I'll be making sure I, I get a copy and, and we'll be sharing that with all the tribe as well. Yeah, very excited about it. Unfortunately, we're running out of time, but there is one last thing I would like to to finish with if I could, mm -hmm. because you've been on such an incredible journey and mm -hmm. have reached a level where, you know, you, you're very fit, you're living a healthy life, but you yourself have said, you know, it's a journey. There is no final destination. Yeah. So yeah. for you, what what is going on in your life at the moment? What is next for you? What are you focused on currently on this journey of self-improvement? Really for me, it's, it's become a lot more, um, I'm going a lot more into consciousness expansion now. I've okay. been working a lot with, um, with energy, with, with, newer concepts actually more ancient concepts i would yeah. say but um really kind of becoming very aware of of how i how i approach any given situation um where am i self-sabotaging where like being being yeah being very very aware and it really started with the acceptance that i am exactly where i am because of my decisions Okay. And therefore, I have the power to change where I am based on my decisions. So I have to make better decisions for myself. And just being more conscious of these decisions was definitely one part of it. And then also realizing that everyone or every, yeah, everyone I meet is a mirror of myself. They're reflecting something to me that I might need to fix if it triggers me or that I already possess and it's good if it's a happy reflection, if it's a good thing. Um, and showing me kind of like where I'm at with with upgrading in a sense. Um, and I've just been observing the, I guess, quality of people that I meet mm -hmm. and the environments that I'm in because they're also reflective of the choices I make and whether I make these choices out of love or out of fear, right? The more okay, out of love I make powerful. them, the better, you know, the more the nicer the environment, the more the nicer the people, like all of that. Um, the more I make them out of fear, which, by the way, it's covered in the book. You have okay. an exercise for it. Yeah, the, the the different need to look. And 
the one thing that has become really significant, and that's the last thing I'll say, is um, I have started to very clearly and compassionately set my intentions for every single day, every morning, based on what I noticed I was going through. So, for example, if in the morning I was feeling kind of like a closing down, I was feeling myself going into somewhat of a victim mode sometimes as well or just mm -hmm. like trying to hide away and like become avoidant, which is a big thing, then I would say, okay, well, what would mitigate that? And then taking responsibility for my for my creation of my reality, right, through my consciousness and saying, okay, I set the intention that I will allow myself today to receive love and care and kindness or whatever I need, right? Um, and I think that's extremely powerful. And just to give you a little bit of an example of Please. how that's kind of been working out, I have I ha I had a, a father wound to heal um, fr from when I was really young, and uh, so this one uh, this one guy that was working on my shoulder because I had a shoulder injury for Muay Thai, um, he told me that I should set the intention to receive care and kindness and and to receive things from men specifically. Okay. Um, with clear intentions, with good intentions, genuine, kind-hearted men. Um, and so I set the intention, and ever since then, every day I'm being invited for hot chocolate, or you know, I'm I'm being invited to dinner, or like I was recently invited to a four-day timeline therapy seminar in Israel, which I'm going to now. Um, so it's just ridiculous. Um, like things have really started to, with that intention things really went that way and it just goes to show how much power we have if we clean sure. up our minds. Absolutely. Yeah. And it just sounds like that shift in the way you view it, the way you see things has that ability to change things. It has been amazing talking to you today. Thank you so much for joining me and for sharing oh, your you. journey, your progression, your book, everything with myself and, and everyone oh, who's true. watching and listening. I'd really love to have you back on the show again soon. Maybe when you I launch the that. book. And Yeah, I would love that. We can uh, maybe even let some of our guests win a copies or something like that. We'll, we'll, I'm sure we can work something out, don't you? It could be arranged. I'm I mean, I wrote sure the damn can. thing. <laughs> there you go. See, if, 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 if Yale can't say yes, no one can. So, yeah, thank you so much. Listen, good luck in Israel. Enjoy your thank seminar you so there and stay in touch. Okay, take care of yourself. Thank you very, very much. And oh, by the way, guys, if oh. uh, you're interested in following uh, me on Instagram and my story, then uh, I'm sure that we can put a link down somewhere, but otherwise it's at Yale underscore Hayes. There you go. Thank you and apologies for not asking you. I will make sure there are links everywhere. Two links okay, to make up for it. Okay, take care of yourself. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye. I'd also like to say a big thank you to you, our listeners. I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new weight loss warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior Podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.